You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> hey guys, this is Darren. Thank you so much for checking out the podcast today. It is my desire to build up and encourage the children of God to be everything they were created to be. If you're interested in more content like this, please check out kingdombringer.com. Thanks so much. Enjoy the episode. Yo, 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 what's up? Welcome to the Kingdom Bringer podcast. So good to have you all here once again. I need to know something from you. Have you rated and reviewed the podcast on Apple? If you haven't, there is no excuse. Go right now and do it. It's easy. Scroll down. To where it says rating, give us five stars, give us a quick review, let us know what you think about the show. That would be a blessing. We would appreciate it. Also, do you subscribe? Do you subscribe to the podcast on on uh, Apple, on Spotify? Do you subscribe to the YouTube channel? Do you share it with your friends? If you're built up and encouraged by this, maybe somebody else will be also. So do that. Help us out. This is your call to action right now. Go do those things. Like us on Facebook at KB Podcast and shoot us any emails, any questions, any concerns, any ideas, any encouragement. Shoot it over to us at Darren at KingdomBringer.com. That's D-A-R-I-N at KingdomBringer.com. I will get back with you. We can start this dialogue. We'll become friends. It's just that simple. Thank you, guys. It's awesome to be back today. I'm going to talk a little bit about relationships. Did you guys know that Christians are not immune from having difficult relationships sometimes? That we don't all get along all the time? It's so true. It's so true. I will say this. The best relationships you have, the most important people that you have relationships with, are the ones that there might be more tension and more conflict in sometimes because they're more important to you, because you care more about them. It's that simple. You don't get worked up about things that you don't care about. You don't get bothered. You don't get, you don't feel the tension when there's something that you don't care about. So that's my first bit of encouragement. I know I'm getting right into this, but my first bit of encouragement is Don't get worked up about it. It's okay. It's okay if there's tension in a relationship. I wrote a blog last month called How to Handle Conflict. You can find that on kingdombringer.com. And I kind of laid out some some things I think it's important for us to know. If we're going to move forward in the kingdom, especially in regards to relationships, we have to understand that conflict is not a dirty word. Conflict is not something that we have to try to avoid. I believe that there's light behind the conflict that comes in relationships. I really do. And it's it's something that I kind of make a joke in the blog in regards to the fact that I love conflict or I really like conflict. 
I don't know that I like it all that much. I'm just not afraid of it. Like I'm not afraid of conflict because I believe that when it comes, it's an opportunity. It's an opportunity for growth. It's an opportunity for restoration. It's an opportunity for Holy Spirit to bring comfort. So I think there's like three things there that it's important for us to understand. The first thing is that. The first thing is we need to start seeing conflict not as a hindrance, but an opportunity. It's an opportunity to to learn more about someone, to learn more about yourself. Imagine if we all had relationships where there was never conflict, where there was never tension. There was never issues that came up that made us think about things differently or tilt our head a little bit and see from a different perspective. I would suggest that our relationships wouldn't grow and they wouldn't even get stronger. How can they get stronger if there's never anything to learn from? And there's always a tendency for for me, for other Christians that I've seen in my life, for friends that I've been in relationship with, there's always a tendency to want to just coat over when problems come, when issues come, when tension comes, when conflict is facing you, there's always that desire to push the ejector button and exit the situation. For me, I'm a let's get it finished kind of guy. I'm a let's get the issue dealt with. Let's confront this thing. Let's embrace this tension. Let's grow from this. I want to grow. I believe that healthy relationships grow. There's a stretching involved anytime there's growth. And so I want to stretch from one place to another. I'm not I'm not ringing my own bell here. This is something that has taken me a long time to get to. But I have come to a place where I really want to embrace the conflict when it comes. First of all, so we're not dealing with it over and over and over and over again. But also, I just think it it only makes sense. It only makes sense that anytime there's a, a breakthrough in your life, it means that you had something to break through, right? It means that something was in your way from where the Lord wanted you to get and the pressing through that you experienced in that moment actually built you up and prepared you for that breakthrough moment. And so I think it's the same way when it comes to relationships. And I think that that's one thing the church probably hasn't done very well is really embraced conflict, really embraced tension in relationships. And they've done and said things just to sugarcoat and just to get through without actually experiencing like real freedom from that thing. And so, yeah, I see that as a real issue in relationships. And I think the second thing that we really need to look at when it comes to to the conflict is how Jesus handled it. How did Jesus handle conflict? Like he was the original kingdom bringer, right? He was the OG. He understood the power of the kingdom that lived inside of him. He knew what he carried and he had this perspective of restoration. Like he had this this calling on his life to bring restoration. The Bible says that uh, in uh, Colossians 1.20, it says that through Jesus, God reconciled everything to himself. He made peace with everything in heaven and on earth by means of Christ's blood on the cross. That means that everything was brought into alignment with the kingdom, that the Lord 
brought forth everything. He reconciled everything to himself, every sickness, every disease, every bitterness, every depression, every spirit, everything that was opposing the kingdom of God was brought into alignment. I believe that it was brought from darkness to light in that moment so that it could be dealt with. And that that same ministry of reconciliation has been handed over to us. So what I mean by that is in relationships, in ministries, sometimes those ministry relationships are some of the toughest relationships you're going to have. You got people all working together for the common good, all working together for the quote unquote, the calling, right? We're all called to ministry. Those of us that are, that are working in the church or working in ministry, we're all called to that. But sometimes there's a, a difference of opinion or sometimes there's a, a, a different way to look at things. And instead of facing that thing, talking it out, really figuring out what the heart behind some of these differences is, we hit the eject button, we gloss it over like it wasn't a thing because we don't really have time to deal with messy situations. We don't have time to deal with hurt feelings or emotions or disapproval, even though it's not disapproval. Sometimes we think something's a mountain when it's actually a molehill and we don't have to turn every molehill into a mountain, but we do it so easily. And I say that from experience. Like for me, the the desire to please man or to seek man's approval is something that made it really easy to not deal with conflict, right? Whenever something came up, whenever a person disagreed with me, whenever a person um, had an issue with something that I was doing or something I had said, it was so much easier to just apologize, pretend it never happened, or leave the relationship. It was so much easier to do that than to actually press through. I heard a, I was watching a, a YouTube video, uh, I believe it was from P- Patricia King, and she was talking about a, a relationship that she, somebody had come to her and had some information, wanted to share with her. She didn't know if she could trust the relationship, she said, because that relationship hadn't been tested. It wasn't a tried relationship. So she didn't really know. That's how she judged the relationship was whether or not they had gone through trial together, whether or not it had been tested and tried. Have you heard that before? It was a tried and true relationship. Man, I almost suggest that every relationship that we want to keep and we want to have, we better be looking for or finding like things that we can walk through together to actually test the relationship. How can you have trust in something if it hasn't been tried and found to be true, right? If it hasn't been tested in some way. So I'm not saying we go out and we look for the negative things. I know I probably did just say that. That's not what I mean. I'm not suggesting that we go look for all these issues. I'm saying let's not be afraid of it. Let's not be afraid of those disagreements. Let's not be afraid of the testing because I want my relationships to be tried, tested, and true. I want that. Those are the ones that I'm going to hang on to. Those are the ones that are going to be with me in the end, are the ones that are tested and tried. The ones that were willing to walk together through the storm. The Lord also shared with me today, I was, I was, driving, uh, I was driving to work. There was a thunderstorm going on, like right in front of me. And it was just a beautiful, I love those thunderstorms that produce those amazing lightning shows. I remember as a kid, my dad taking me out into the country whenever the 
uh, a lightning display was happening. We'd go and we'd sit on the hood of the car and just watch the lightning. That's one of my greatest uh, and most fond memories with my dad. It was going, I don't know why that is, but we'd go out and look at lightning. So I always had this fondness for like beautiful lightning displays. But I was driving to work and right in front of me was this awesome lightning show. And I'm currently, right now, I'm currently in this, what could be looked at as a storm in a relationship. It could be looked at as a, as a, as a trial, as a situation, as an issue, as conflict. And when storms come, a lot of times we get fearful and a lot of times we're afraid of the storm, specifically when there's lightning. But the Lord was showing me that, uh, I remembered that lightning actually purifies the air. That when that lightning strikes, there's a purification process that takes place in the air. And the Lord was just kind of really speaking to my heart in regards to some relationships that I'm in of like, when those storms come in those relationships, don't be afraid of the lightning that's going to strike because it's, it's God clearing the air. It's God purifying the air. And so I believe that in this time right now in my life, that the Lord's doing a work that the lightning is striking and the Lord is actually purifying the air. He's actually removing impurities from the air. And the relationship might end. It might be a relationship that does not get tried and true. But at least there's something there where truth is being revealed and truth is being known and the, the air is being cleaned and cleared for me to continue to walk in my destiny. And I'm going to have people by my side, locking arms, holding hands that are willing to walk through the trials, through the situations, through the storm, not being swayed when the lightning strikes, not shrinking back and hiding in the closet, waiting for the storm to pass. But they're actually believing that that storm brings purification. And that if we wait this thing out, if we embrace where we're at, if we embrace uh, the tension, if we embrace the conflict, I believe there's going to be a greater level of intimacy. I really, really do. I heard that said one time to me that conflict should always lead to intimacy. Conflict should always lead to intimacy. What that means is together, both parties, both sides are coming together and facing this thing together, maybe with a difference of opinion, maybe with a different perspective. But if they do it together and if they lean into this thing and they embrace it together, there will be an amazing intimacy that's formed to where when it's over, you can look back and think, man, this is a tested a tried relationship, and I trust it more now because we went through this together. I trust this relationship more now than I did before. I believe that's a kingdom relationship. I believe that's the kind of relationship that Jesus had with the disciples when he was here. I believe that's the kind of relationship that he wants his people to experience. There's a reason he created us all different, man. We're, we all have a different way of seeing things. I have a different perspective on life than some people that I'm walking with currently. That's not a bad thing. That's totally good. I bring a lot to the table when it comes to relationships. And I have to understand and believe that the same people that are sitting at the table with me are bringing a lot to the table, a lot that I can learn from. 
and they have a lot that I can teach into. That's a beautiful relationship. That's an amazing relationship. And those are the kind of relationships that at the end of the day are going to be tested, tried, and true for you. So I just want to encourage you to not shrink back. I want to encourage you to not run away when the lightning strikes. Not to run away when the lights go out and things get rocky and questions are brewing. Ask the questions. Seek the answers together. I believe that the kingdom, the church, the body of Christ needs healthier relationships. Church leadership needs healthy relationships to where they're seeking after the Lord together. They're seeking after Jesus. They're going after Jesus together from different perspectives, from different angles. And when the storms come, when the lightning strikes, the air is being cleaned, what's dark is now being brought to the light. We can all lean into it together. And those that don't want to be in those relationships are going to exit. They're going to seek a different route, and that's totally cool. And the ones that are still standing by you when the storm's over, when the, when the clouds clear, when the dust settles, those are the ones that I believe the Lord has commissioned you to walk with. Those are the ones that the Lord has uh, given you grace to walk with, and it's an awesome, awesome thing. So check out the blog For more on this, I get a little more uh, detailed into my heart and regarding how we should be handling conflict. Uh, It's called How to Handle Conflict, the blog on kingdombringer.com. Check it out. Subscribe to the email list on that too for updates, um, for future blog posts. And we could just kind of be in contact too. I try to send some stuff out, some e-blasts and keep you guys up to date with anything going on with Kingdom Bringer or with the ministry that we're going through. Um, I want to pray. I want to end this with some prayer. This is something that's really, it's been a super heavy on my heart lately, just the idea of relationships because they're so important. Like we were not created to do this alone. If the Lord wanted us all to himself, he would have done it that way. But the bottom line is we're called to be in the world and not of the world. We're called to love God and love others. That second part of that commandment wouldn't even exist if it was just about his relationship with us. I believe that the Lord gets much joy. He gets much excitement from seeing his kids getting along, seeing his kids pursuing relationships, pursuing healthy relationships with others. And so we're going to do that. Let's do that together. Let's, let's evaluate our current relationships. Seriously, look at them, see if they're tested, if they're tried, if they're true, and see if there's something else, if there's other relationships that you've avoided because of conflict, because of tension, and ask the Lord if those are relationships that he wants you to pursue or not. This is a good thing. This is an important thing for your walk in the kingdom, I believe is the relationships that you surround yourself with. So dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much that you've created us to be in community, that you've created us to be in fellowship with you and with other people. And so we just vow right now, Father, to do that, to seek your heart when it comes to the relationships in our life. 
And I thank you, Father. I thank you, Father, for the relationships that I have that have been tested, that have been tried and been found to be true right now. And I just pray and I speak the same over anybody who's listening to this right now, Father. That if they're experiencing tension, if they're experiencing conflict right now, that they will fully embrace that. That they will wait out the storm with that brother or with that sister right now. And I believe that there's breakthrough on the other side of this thing. I believe, Father, that you have an amazing destiny laid out right now for those who hold tight to this, for those that truly care about these amazing relationships that you have for them. And so we just thank you, Father, for what you're doing. And we thank you, God, that your, your plan goes far beyond our plan with this. And so if, if there's anyone here right now who's sitting and they don't feel like they even have any relationships, that they've actually locked themselves in a corner in this life, to avoid conflict, to avoid issues, to avoid situations. Father God, bring them the people right now that you have for them. Bring them the people, Father, that they can walk with, that they can hold hands with, that they can walk through the storms with. I believe there's a strengthening coming right now in the relationships of the family of God. And we thank you for what you're doing. I pray blessing over your people right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you guys for tuning in. I hope you were encouraged today. We are rolling with the Well Revival Hub podcast as well. You can check that out. Basically what that is is the messages, the weekly messages that are given on our Sunday morning gatherings at Will Roads through the Well Revival Hub. We are putting those out. So if you if you attend with us, that's awesome. If you don't and you'd like to be blessed and encouraged by what's coming through the ministry, check those out. Share them with your friends. That's the Well Revival Hub podcast. You can find that on Apple. You can find that on Spotify, Stitcher, Google. And the same with this episode, this podcast right here, the Kingdom Bringer podcast. Check it out. Share it with your friends. We love you guys so much. If you want to give to what we're doing here financially, uh, that's for Kingdom Bringer Ministries through the blog, through the podcast, whatever. Go to kingdombringer.com, click the donate tab, and select Kingdom Bringer. And I would be so honored. I'd be so blessed by that. And I thank you in advance for all that's coming through that. We thank you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Once again, let your friends know about us. Until next time, be blessed. <laughs>